Happy Sunday, bad news people. Hope everyone's quarantine sitting is doing great and everyone is as bored as we all are. This Sunday is super special. Got my younger brother, Tav Cooperman, finally on the show with his best friend, partner in crime, party animals, Banks from FaZe Clan. It is going to blow your guys' minds the life these guys live. It is amazing. I love everything that FaZe Clan's doing. Their whole gang is inspirational. I'm excited for you, everybody to hear where Banks thinks that FaZe Clan is going in the future. Listening to what Tom's got to say about nightlife, Los Angeles, video games, partying, everything you could possibly put into one box. We sat down for an hour a few months back and it's a great story. So listen up and give us that five star rating. Leave some comments and let us know what you think. Thanks. And one more thing. Totally forgot. We're launching our online store today. So make sure to go get some merch because that shit will be sold out. Let's go. Stop pretending like you know how to use that. Yeah. Well, I made it work. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Nice and tight. Don't even do anything. You just take away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Alexa, lower. It's amazing. Uh, Jay, let us know when we can go. Oh, we're rolling. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, we're here. Okay. Sick. Well, uh, we're back. We're back. Uh, we're going to be calling this show Bad News. Because uh, that's like pretty that. much all I, I like give that. everybody. That's all it is. That's good. That's um, good. This is a this is a real treat today because I got my little brother Tav here. Yep, and oh, yeah. we got my boy Banks from the Face Clan. Yes, sir. Young CEO, COO, CFO, CVO, CVO, whatever Chief they. Vibe the, officer. Oh, the wow. vibes, all wow. about vibes. Vibes since nineteen ninety one. Wow, wow, man, we're gonna yes. jump all over the place for the next hour. So let's run it. First, just the boys kicking Yeah, it's just the boys. It's just some bullshit. Beer coming? Yeah, we got, don't worry. <laughs> Gosh. Banks, so what's up, man? Give me a couple minutes about like where you're from and who you are. All right, so I'm 28 years old. I'm from Lowell, Mass. If you've ever seen the movie The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale, Christian Bale it's yeah. a really good depiction of where I'm from. Give you a good idea. East Coast kid, moved to New York when I was 22, 23 somewhere around there lived there for two years and uh, moved to LA like three years ago and then you met this little kid I did I met Tav through um, Alex Hawkers and that whole thing love Hawkers Hawkers kind of took over Hollywood for a little bit and they were throwing really cool parties really hot girls around them just cool shit and um, and that group of people like we just like organically just got along Mm -hmm. and like those were like kind of the people I gravitated toward and wanted to hang out with but they didn't really know what I was doing and I didn't really know what any of them were, right. were doing, but um, clearly it was operating like well. You know what I mean? Yeah. There were certain people who were kind of just like going with the flow and just partying, and there were other people who were doing that, but as well as like setting everything up and making sure shit was happening. Right. And he was one of those guys. Um, did the nightlife thing mm-hmm. would always bring us to the tables and stuff, and just always just was like, all right, we're doing this, we're doing this at this time. Let's do this. Hit this person up. We'll do this. All right, how do we do this? Let's do this. And and um. 
when I came out here, I moved in with like Rice Gum, Summer Ray. That's when I met Alyssa, mm -hmm. um, people like that, and just did my own thing. But I kind of like, I, I was kind of all in. I had like $100,000 to my name when I first came out here in the fucking, we've always lived on Weed Lake. We've yeah. always lived in those mansions yeah. and it's fucking expensive. So my, right off the rip, like my, my plan in LA was just to come network, meet people and kind of build a team around myself because I was confident that um, I could kind of recreate what we did in New York with the FaZe house out here in LA. Did that for a little while, and then the FaZe guys were kind of just like, yo, come on, all right, just fucking come back. We'll fucking right. do this thing together. How, how many members are in FaZe now? Yeah, and were you still doing, like, the YouTube videos? Um, yeah, I came back, and that's kind of, like, what I was going to do. I, I came back and, like, came back to YouTube with, like, me coming to LA. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Um, how many members? Yeah. You asked? Um, I don't know. You'd probably know better. 85 or something like that. I think there's like 85 members total players, right. content creators. Are you a member? Professionals. No, you're not a member. How do you get, how do you get jumped into the phase? Is it like, you gotta you get, get your beat ass up. beat for really? 15 minutes. <laughs> oh my God. By all 85 Royal members. Rumble action. Oh, I like it. 1v1. I mean, like, like there's going to be a lot of kids listening. Phase has become like a empire, like a, yeah. like a real business. Like for those that don't know, like, it's not just fun and games for these guys. I know a lot of the executives that work for these guys that have crazy backgrounds that they used to wear suits, you know, um, from CEO to, you know, whatever Xavier does for you guys. You know, yeah. I've known Xavier for 10 plus years. He's when the he, man. When he worked for Warner, you know, he's the man. He really is the man. Um, so like, you know, a few weeks ago, New York Times had a headline saying in 2020 is FaZe Clan going to be a billion dollar business. Now, I don't know how many of you know what a billion dollars, but... It is a lot of millions of dollars put together. A lot of money. You know? so a thousand like, of them. You know, to so be like, exact. how does that? How does that feel? Like, there's a lot of pressure. You know, on, honestly, on like, for me personally, I can't speak for everyone, but for me personally, and it's gonna sound like super like egotistical, even maybe. Right. But I always knew, like, I really did. Like, I always knew that this was where gaming was gonna be, sports, all that stuff. Like, I just knew. Yeah. And where it's gonna be. You know, five years, because we've been in this, we've been doing this now for like, what, like eight, nine years, where it's going to be in another, in, right. you know what I mean? Eight, nine years from now, it's going to be fucking crazy. Like the internet, we're all going to be living in the internet soon enough. And just as we spend more and more time yeah. of our time living in this like internet realm, we're just going to be more, more prevalent and just have more, more um, streams of like revenue and things like that. I'm excited for it. Right. Not so much like I don't so much feel pressure. I mean, I do feel pressure just the competitive aspect of it. The other orgs, players, yeah. competition, stuff like that. Just always being the biggest, the best and the coolest. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I guess there's pressure on that front. But it's pretty cool, man. I like, know it's going to happen. Like it's an it's a no brainer. Like 100 percent. Right. It's happening. It's, it's going happening to happen. For sure. So. I mean, I, you know, I, I didn't come out to your first drop that you guys opened a, a pop-up right next door to round two in Hollywood. What was cool is your guys' lines are bigger than like a Supreme line, Yeah, you know, which is they're the creators of drops, you know, from the hundreds to the diamonds of the world. Like I have people, you know, texting me like, yo, your brother and his crew are fucking nuts. There's <laughs> more people here than like a Supreme line. And those are the lines that created it, you know, yeah. like. That's that's got to be a crazy feeling. It is a really crazy feeling. It's um it's super humbling. It makes sense though when you meet these kids and you meet these types of people like 
I don't know. There's really not, there's really not too many people for them to look up to. You know what I mean? I met the other founders of this on Xbox. Wow. You know what I'm saying we were, we played video games and we did it for fun and we made YouTube videos because it was fun. Wow. And we posted like our gameplay because we thought we were really good. So you guys, were you guys all in New York or were you guys in different states at the time? No, we were from everywhere. I'm so, like I said, I'm from the Boston, Boston area. area. Tommy just so happened to live in, to grow up in Haverhill, Mass. Okay. 15 minutes away from me just by like, you know what I mean? The stars aligning. Yeah. Um, Rain's from Toronto. Apex is from um, Orange County. Um, Tico is living in Sweden. Yep. Alex is from Arizona. So you guys would just like reach Lucas out to each other and be day. like, yo, let's, let's well, link like, up. I don't know if you guys have ever spent an extended period of time like on uh, on a game, you know what I mean? But like yeah. when you're on the grind, like we were right. for Call of Duty, like I like I lived for that shit. Like I would come up with excuses, my parents and like my friends and stuff, not to go party or not right. to go do this because I want secretly I wanted to just chill and play video games. Like I quit sports and shit for this shit. Like I was wow. a complete, I was totally submerged. You had a full one and interested in it. But when you do that, like you meet friends, like my parents would tell you, like they thought I was fucking, they thought I was losing weird. my mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. They thought I was just talking to, to people like, or something. Like, I was always social and stuff. Never really into video games, by the way. Like my whole life, yeah. my little brother was the video game. Kid. Right. Always getting Game Boys and Xboxes. And I never really cared for any of that stuff. The second I could put on a mic and communicate with other people and like play with other that actual your circle of trust, like that shit really dragged me in wow. and when you spend that much time you know what i mean like you meet people you'll meet people in a somebody in a random game and like just fuck with them mm -hmm. like you know what i mean they'll make you laugh or they're really good and you're really good and you're like yo let's just play together or whatever you know what i mean and you build relationships and friendships like that and it's kind of it's like kind of a beautiful thing too because you don't see these people yes. and like the best example ever is apex apex is like a, a really like by the book like muslim like really super family oriented mm -hmm. like gr fucking just a to z great kid doesn't drink doesn't party doesn't do anything like that he's married he's like a fucking just a 10 out of 10 just good person he's never jerked off and i'm <laughs> <laughs> that's how good Tom. of a kid he is Tom. Like Tom. whoa tov Tom coming in. <laughs> the heat. doesn't say one thing for 15 minutes yeah. and come that's, that's good awesome. you keep no, you keep bring drop it. interject when you can to keep it and just yeah. drop bombs yeah, yeah. but no and i'm completely not that person like you know what i mean i'm the complete we know opposite. banks <laughs> opposite of that person but like i mean it's crazy and i'm 28 how old is apex i think he just turned 22 like, no, no no are you fucking crazy he's not 22 22 or 23 that's what something like that it all right whatever mind because he looks a little bit older yeah whatever <laughs> so <laughs> I, there's a huge age gap between him and i there's a huge like social gap between him and i like there's not a fucking chance in hell that either one of us would ever consider ourselves friends under any other circumstance other than the fact that you know what I mean? We play video games together all day, every day. And he was like, if you asked me, you know what I mean? I mean, even to, obviously to this day, he's one of my, he's my brother. Yeah. But back then, if you asked me like, you know what I mean? Who are your best friends? Like that, he was for sure one of them. And he's some, he was some 16 year old kid who, you know what I mean? Lives That's crazy. Different. You didn't even know what he looked like or anything. Crazy. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. We were all super paranoid about that. My dad did some questionable shit when I was growing up, like sold drugs and did shit like that. You know what I mean? So there's a serious like swatting culture in yeah. gaming and really video games. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys ever hear about people getting no. swatted? No. no it is. So it's like a prank that like a hacker, or, like some, those, those types of kids will, will play on somebody where they'll dox you. They'll get all your information where you live, what your name is. And then they'll, you know what I mean? They'll spoof call the fucking FBI and tell them that you have bombs laced up 
all up your street and you got hostages what? in your house really? and shit. Happens yeah, there's house, videos all over the internet for it. I'm surprised you guys have never heard about it or whatever, but they've been doing that shit for years. And um, you're a target in the gaming space. Like all of our homies who do the social media stuff outside of the gaming stuff, they're all like, you guys really have this kind of issue with like hackers and stuff. And it's like, so just part of our day to day life wow. because it's like those kids hang, that's where they hang out. Like the, they're gamers and yeah. they're internet kids. So I was super paranoid. I refused to put my face anywhere. I would not right. even think about giving anyone my like real legal name, anything like that until I moved in with Tommy and I was kind of on my own and didn't have to worry about that. But, um, yeah, none of us, we were all kind of on that same, same wave. Cause when it came to call of duty, like we were like, we were fucking superstars from the jump. Like every single game we'd go into, like nobody would know who the fuck I was right. on the street or give give a shit about any of that. But in Call of Duty, you join a game and like, oh shit, they're Thanks. checking if you're the real one. Like wow. they're yeah. freaking the fuck out. It's crazy. Like, and were you like naturally talented when you picked up the sticks, or did it take you like? Uh... Well, in my close circle, so the way I, I describe it to like the layman is, you're if you're the best basketball player at your high school, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. What does that mean? Like in your community and like with your homies, you're a fucking superstar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're the shit. Like yeah. nobody's beating you. You're the best. But you know what I mean? Like next to LeBron James and people yeah. in the NBA and stuff, you're you're an absolute nobody. But like when you're developing those trick shots and things like that, was that like come naturally or was it something that you had to like take a lot of time to um, I came of? in a little bit after that. They they were doing all that stuff. It was kinda it was just like a trend that like began. I wanna say Zer Grizz really started that and like Call of Duty 4, and I'm probably speaking in a di different language to you guys right now, but oh, it just cool. is what it is, yeah. Zer Grizz started doing that stuff, making montages, spinning around and doing like cool shit, and um, there was like a cult following that like followed him and wanted to do that, and that's kind of how FaZe came to be. Tommy and like Apex and them, yeah, they would make up their own shit. Like there's a shot called the Temper Shot. Yeah. That's Tommy's alias on the online, yeah. Do you think some of these games are just going to like be out? You know, like let's say, you know, um, Call of Duty or you know just any games like you guys got to be like well, know think, what's next are you asking me if I think like what games I think are going to last the, te yeah, the yeah, test of time yes, yes as far as brands I don't know there's no real way to like tell like I don't know Fortnite could be like a brand forever but right. the way that I think about it is like gaming and the way video games have evolved like Pong you know what I mean like Pong was the first game and games like that like what we're going to see with our eyes and how we interact with the games that we play is going to be totally different than the way we do today. We play with controllers and with screens in front of us and stuff like that. In 10 years, it's not going to be like that. Yeah. The difference between Call of Duty with a controller, an Xbox, and a 4K TV and Pong is the difference is going to be the same. You know what I mean? Or exponentially even further than that, if you can wrap your mind around that thought. I mean, games, the lifespan that games have typically is a couple of years. We're seeing it with Fortnite right now. It's kind of plateauing, falling off a little bit, which is to be expected. I knew that would happen. Some games last, you know what I right. mean? Counter-Strike's been around for years, like for like 10 plus years. It's they just like come out with new, relevant, like yeah. new, new. It all really depends. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I, I don't develop games and I yeah, don't really no, of know. Course. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I don't know. It's going to be fucking cool, though. Things yeah. are going to be cool. Yeah. They seem like they keep getting like crazier and crazier. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it like, is. Like, I don't think it's a stretch. Like, the Ready Player One shit, right, like, yeah, the like Oasis. The like, that's AR. not a stretch. That's where I was like, going next. I think that that's like, I think that we're all, we all kind of already do have an entire like other persona online like we all ha we all live like a double life like we all have our online yeah. like like life and then like our real world life like 
in every day, like more, we spend more and more time on that internet, like in that internet world. And I don't think it's like crazy to think that, you know what I mean? We're all going to have a whole different fucking real life in that, like in that world. world. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Tava, you going to start gaming? Uh, I game. Me and you beat Red Dead Revolver when we were kids. Yeah, I Remember whooped that? his ass at Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, yeah, it never happened. It was That's my favorite game it of all time. It was an off day. It was an off day. It was an off day. Yo, whooped his ass. We went to the uh, pop-up. We were showing uh, Rain just flew in, one of the founders. Yeah. And uh, he hadn't seen it yet, so we pulled up. Yeah, you didn't, you weren't, you never, you uh, never I mean, got to he came Capcom vs. He Capcom. came in puppy sauce. Oh, yeah, he came for Lyrical Lemonade. We stuck our heads in before right, then, too, right, right before the clot, right before your clot thing. Right. I mean, Lyrical Lemonade, we were all together on yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys yeah, sold right. thousands. You guys sold out. How does that, like, I, I don't think, like, I come from clothing. So, yeah. like, I don't think you guys understand, like, people that do drops, they do, like, a couple hundred of each. You guys did, like, 10,000 units. We put In less than 24 hours, you guys sold out. That is... You guys have a crazy movement. It is, it, it's crazy. And you guys are doing collabs with the right people. You know, that Lyrical Lemonade. Well, that one was great. special, man. Yeah, like, that's man. cool. That's just cool. Like, it, we're, we're both, we're two of, like, really the first, like, internet culture, like, brands mm-hmm. to really ever, like, come to be. And for us to come together is really cool for a lot of people. A lot of these kids spend a lot of time watching their shit and a lot of time watching our shit. And for somebody like that, like, it's just, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a what's no-brainer. A, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. easy. It's like I think it's really cool because for me, if Tom Brady and Joe Rogan did a collab, like all I would the collabs have, seem I so would much. have to partake. Yeah, you know yeah. I'm saying I would have to participate in that. <laughs> like I would, I would have to just Boston up. Yeah, I think it's like it seems feels so much more organic. Like so many brands nowadays try to make it like, oh, this is gonna sell. This is gonna pull numbers. And I feel like with these guys' collabs, like it almost is like they're throwing that party. Yeah, and the party's more important than the actual movement of the merch. So the merch is For just sure. secondary. It's all about the experience. You know yeah. I mean, if the fans can have fun, enjoy it, and meet the guys and have a good time, then. Yeah, because you saw those pop-ups and the, the kids were out <coughs> just having like, it was like wait in line. They were totally cool with it. These guys were like going in by big rigs and people were waving and stuff. I found that we find the most success in like those organic yep. partnerships. I would say that's number one. It just can't be beat. And then like when like a mainstream brand or a person will like take notice to us, like people really fuck with that because it just, it gives validation to the whole space. Gives validation to these kids. A lot of these kids, they spend a lot of fucking time doing this. They spend a lot of time. Some of them are trying to make videos, trying to figure out all that, and just playing video games all day. And they get shit for it, just like I used to get shit for it. And that's where we really, like, identify with these kids heavily. And that's that's really where the magic comes from with the phase stuff. Like, it's so organic and authentic. It can never be recreated. Like, unless another three, four kids meet each other on fucking Xbox Live tomorrow and they create another big, and it goes under our our radar and we don't fucking see that and they do something cool and different and separate themselves from the rest. Like, our competition is filled with suits who yep. have money. Money, yep. The, they, they're in love with the buzzword esports, and they, you know what I mean. They want to get involved, and they want to, they want to capitalize on that because it's a, you know what I mean. It's a brand new thing. But for us, like this shit's our life. It's yeah. always been our life, and it like it happened very naturally, and we did it for free, and that's where it came from for us. So for these kids. Or getting bitched at by their parents for playing video games all day. For them to be able to be like, "Yo, look! Like these yeah. kids like are living this Mom, crazy they're, lifestyle. They're living in a mansion. Like there's yeah. there's kids yeah. on our team today who are fucking like not nobodies, but just regular people who aren't making any money. Like Jarvis a year ago, like was not making any money. Right. He was a regular kid playing video games. You know what I'm saying? And his brother, it's he's a different story because his brothers had success in this space for a while. But I mean, a kid like that, their parents are probably like, dude. 
You know what I mean? Like it's time you gotta, to get to you gotta life. do probably yeah. do some other shit, but like, no, you don't like if you, re- I mean, <clears throat> you know, a lot more about this world than your parents or anybody else does. So just, if you see something, cause I saw it and I just fucking, I, I put, you know what I mean? I put the yeah. headphones on. I told everybody to fuck themselves and I just kind of like, just went with it, just went for it. Yeah. Because you guys are living lives. Like, you know, someone that sold a hundred million records. Well, you know, I went to your house the other day. I was like <laughs> mind blown. Yeah, I was mind blown. I mean, I have a 17 story house, you know, like it, it, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's not a frat house, but it's a, it's a beautiful home. You yeah. know what I mean? And like you guys are kids. Like yeah. this is like a house where like, a 60-year-old moves into yeah. after he sells his company Software for $300 million, <laughs> you know? Uh, it's really cool, man. It's like, you guys are the coolest of the coolest, right? Like, you, you, you're driving the right cars, you're flying the... I mean, you guys went to Japan, 12 of you, first class. <laughs> you know, it was all of you. And, and then trip. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was all of you, and then, like, one regular couple that was wondering who the fuck yeah, you guys yeah. were. They fucked sure. with us. Right. They fucked. <laughs> That's a real thing. I don't they know if you told them the story. They flew he back. Me, and they okay, yeah, yeah. They are like, who couple. the fuck are you guys? Yeah, so you guys are going to finally tell us who you are. Give, yeah. me, give me, like, a quick rundown, Tav, on, like, what was that Japan trip? The Japan trip was crazy. So it was basically like we were going out there to see if Asia has any like market for us to go check out. And when we went out there, there's a lot of gamers in Japan. They do, they're big on Street Fighter. They're big on all the fighting games. They really haven't stepped into the Fortnite Call of Duty world yet, but I think they're trying to. But the way Japan works is like they adapt to what we adapt to. So like if we're popping off on something like streetwear, whatever it is, they're going to adapt to that and figure out how to make it their own wave. Mm-hmm. So we went out there with the, these guys called LDH. They took us out there. They wanted us. We did a collab with one of their clothing mm-hmm. brands that they have. They have a few, which is Ambush and 24 Karat. Did a collab with them. Um, it went well. Um, and when we were out there, that we were just kind of talking about how we can like license our stuff out to them, and they can make us big out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're they they run the show out there. They own every J-pop star. They own all the dopest clothing brands yeah. out there. All the dopest restaurants. So like they were a perfect partners to do it. And they, they treated us with the greatest hospitality I've ever seen. They flew us out first class. Like you said, we had Rolls Royces driving us around. We met all the biggest fashion people mm-hmm. in Japan out there. So it was just like... Everything was, that you could hope to do and see while you're in Tokyo. You guys were doing. Like we we were did doing it. Yeah. I was having the craziest like the FOMO. It was tight. We did. Was it was crazy. The food out. was next level. Like like we met Hiro, 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 Hirogawa, right, from Mastermind. Yep. Um, like, that's crazy. That doesn't happen. Like, we were the fashion kids at our table, and they were freaking out. And I was like, who is that? They were like, they were like he's the boss. Like, yeah. The boss of all bosses so like it was cool to get our feet wet out there and now yeah. it's like now. yeah we kind of i mean we we pretty much have like north america and europe yep. figured out right um we have a good grip on like south america and how that operates and how esports and gaming and social social media works there but asia is a huge question mark specifically like japan too which in my opinion is like as far as like culture goes like the coolest of, of yeah. the asian like countries of course yeah um and like we want to fucking expand, expand completely globally. Like we want to exist everywhere on the planet. The reaction that we get, and like the amount of people that want to join our organization and do what we do and watch what we're doing, and just participate. Like we want that to exist the same as it does here everywhere. Right. Like so, you, it was cool to go out there and kind of feel it because you do you learn a lot when you meet these people and yeah, talk to them. Sure. It's cool. Do you guys, um, you know, like co- coming from the world I came from, you we always had to watch like. There was always somebody that was coming in in our shadows, right? That was like, I'm going to do it bigger and better. And we would just pretty much buy that person, right? Like if, if, a kid, <laughs> if a kid comes to you and is like, yo, Banks, like I want to be in phase and, you know, this is who I am. Do you, 
because I've been with you and I, I see kids, we'd be at restaurants, yeah. you know, Matt and I were yeah. with you. Kids were just waiting with their moms to get like a picture with you. Yeah. But like, do you, do you give the kids the time of day sometimes because if they got some stuff to tell you and like, hey, like I want to be in phase or I'm going to start my own thing. Does, does the, I'm going to start my own thing ever scare you because there's another, there could be another, like you said, another five that could start uh, the next generation of phase. Well, it's all case to case. People st are starting their own things all the time. You know what I mean? And it's just like most of them, honestly, all of them just try to emulate what we, of course what we're doing and they're trying, you know what I mean? It's kind of just like a, a, a rip off of kind of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, no disrespect. No, of course there's room for everybody, but, um, it's all case by case. Like it just, there's a million different factors and like I've recruited kids who have absolutely no following who are at, like nobodies who have been at this shit for a while and they fucking, you know what I mean? I just see something in them, whether it's their, the, your personality is a lot, has a lot to do with it as far as like really like rising up to like absolute stardom, you know, like the mm -hmm. ninjas and the tifus of the world. <clears throat> and obviously you have to be really fucking good. You just have to have something, you know what I mean? Different about you. Just like music or yeah, anything absolutely. like that. Like something just has to stand out and pop out. When I find that it's the, it's my favorite thing ever of all time. When I find someone special who nobody has seen yet, like it makes me, that's, that's what I live for. And that's what I live to do. But I mean, you got to take everybody like halfway serious. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. Like you got to like, you got to always, that's what it is. You know what I mean? That's a, really what our job is, is to like, to know this, yeah. to know this better study than anybody it. else. You study it. To, also, like when you came out here to LA, were people taking you serious like the first time? Like, um, well, yeah, because it helped that I lived in a fucking, you know mansion. what I mean, five-story yeah. mansion. That's that's kind of why I moved into that house in the first place. Like I was like, I'm not going to go out there and fuck around. Like I'm going to go out there and try to like, you know what I mean, take a piece of this city for myself. Like for I sure. want to fucking- but like I, when you came in, like you said you were like a gamer, did did people understand that like they understand well, today? I mean, in Ho like, Hollywood's a different world, right? Like you can tell people like- Anything, anything. And, yeah. and you know what I mean? They'll be like, yeah, that's cool. Like, you know, what I mean? we, we were, but we everywhere else in the world time too. And we like, we own, like we work with sunglasses. People were like, wait, you're living in like, a house people like think that's party. cool. Yeah. People yeah. Are like, like it all depends the setting, right? If you're at my house and you're like, Oh shit, what do you do? I play video games professionally. That's fucking tight. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, yeah. You're just shooting the shit with some random people. Oh, so what do you do? Yeah. I play video games. It's kind of like, well, all right, whatever. I mean now after the whole Fortnite boom, like people, people know. Now they know. I mean, but when I was, when I was fucking first starting this stuff eight, nine years ago, you tell people that they're yeah. like, you might as well tell people uh, you're a drinking water professional. Like, <laughs> nah, even when we first, even when we first met you, you were like, you're like, I do stuff on the internet and me and Alex just looked at each other like, wait, what? And then over time we saw and we were like, wow, these kids are really making noise. Like, like he, him and his ex-girlfriend and rice gum, they dropped a track and it went platinum. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? This kid, these, this little Asian kid just dropped a platinum song. Like that's insane. Yeah. And it's just crazy that their fans are all behind them, and you're like, you realize it's a real life thing. Like it's crazy. So you think That's you got crazy. like a lot of fans just from moving in the house, or was it like the fans kind of defaulted? Um, like I've always had, fans. I've always had like my own personal little like cult following, like that people really fuck with me. Initially, when we lived in the New York house, um, everyone played their own role, and my role was kind of always like I just have memories of just like walking around the house on the phone and trying to finesse shit for phase, trying to finesse extra, you know what I mean, sponsorship money, or trying to get someone to join, or trying to make a tr good trade in Call of Duty, and just kind of focus on the brand part of it, right? Because at this time we own this brand, but it really wasn't worth shit. We sold some merch, whatever, but the vision that I saw for it was a little bit bigger than than I think the other guys that they kind of all 
which was very, very important. Like Rain, for example, was our biggest guy at the time. He was strictly focused on his own brand and his own YouTube channel and his own his own like um, content, which helped us a lot. You know what I mean? The kid was posting three videos a day, getting crazy views yeah. and stuff like that. But I never really did any of that. And people have always begged me to do that shit. Like mm. I was always in the videos, in everybody else's right. videos. If I had a good idea, I'd give it to Rain or Apex or whatever. And um, people were always like, yo, you got to make videos. We want your shit. Like, and I would always have good engagement and people would always really fuck with me. And I think I, I think I had, I think I got my first million subscribers on YouTube with like fucking three videos on that's, my channel. No, that's like, crazy. Not really on the grind. Right. Um, but yeah, when I had to do my own thing, like I had to fucking do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't just like, Half -ass. I had nothing else to focus on at that time. So yeah, I, I did gain a lot of fans through, um, through my association with Rice and Alyssa yeah. and stuff, we kind of formed our own little clique and I grinded that shit. I made videos and people enjoyed them. And um, a lot of people, yeah, came through. And I, I had a little bit of a comeback story. I had a little bit of a fall off in my life. Like I had, like two years into New York, I had some fucking issues that I had to deal with. I had another ex-girlfriend at the time and things, I don't know, I just was lost and I wasn't happy and like I was looking around and I, again, like I don't come from money. I never had money. Yep. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do with the rest of my life for a lot of it. Like 22 is, that's when I moved out of my parents' house. You know what I mean? Like I was pretty lost. I have a really small family, didn't have any connections to like the workforce or anything, had real, really no direction. And then I found myself living with all these kids in a, in a really nice house and doing what I wanted to do, but I still wasn't happy. So it was fucking with me and um, kind of fell off for a little bit. And I, I don't know, I think people appreciated like the comeback of it too. Mm. Like that's just, that's life. That's part of life. I mean- it, you could have it all, right? And then, like, yeah. you always have those days. Like, I have them. I have fucking voices <laughs> yeah. in my head. You know what I mean? Like, it just, sure. it's hard, man. Like, success is hard because you you can have everything in the world and still be super alone. You For know, sure. there's days where ain't no one there. You know, luckily you got this little midget over here. That's <laughs> I'll always, be there to annoy the fuck out of You know, him. he's always he's there down. to annoy. He's holding it down. Um, Tav, what's your, what's your day-to-day -day like? Because day to day, because I always watch Temper and Banks just post you that you got the duck walk. It's so You're on the phone nonstop. <clears throat> Who are you talking dead. to? Your Companies, brands, fucking just all types of people. So like my day to day is I wake up, I think, what the fuck did Banks do last night? And then I check on him. I'm like, you good? He's good. And then I go wake him up. And I go wake up Tommy. I'm like, all right, cool. We got Brandon now. Brandon wakes We got Brandon. Okay. So we have an assistant that's right, now. That's right. We have an assistant that's right. now. Thanks Brandon wakes him up, brings me the coffee. That's the guy that went to dinner. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. with us. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then so I'll, then I'll go to the office. I'll talk to the brands. I'll see what's going on. Try to get as much deals as possible for Banks and Tommy. Um, and kind of just like kind of run the brand with them, you know what I mean? Okay. So since they're too busy, I'm on the phone with executives, I'm on the phone with the right people, I'm in meetings with the right people to make sure that this brand just grows in the right way. You know right. what I mean? I'm trying to get the right collaborations such as that Lyrical Lemonade right. one and stuff that works right for the brand and just trying to grow with this thing. Right. Are you are you still involved in nightclubs? Yes, I am still involved in nightclubs. I tried to take a step back as soon as I got involved with this because I was out seven nights a week and I was fucked up seven nights right. a week. So I took a little step back from that. I was like, wait, I'm jumping into the real world now, now that I'm not in the nightlife yeah. world. Let's take let's let's try to be a normal human. So now I'm only on like three nights a week, but yeah. I, st I still have my feet wet. I mean, you started at 18? Yeah. 18, right? And how'd you get into that? 18, you. You okay. got me into it. You were like, yo, you're not going to college. I right. said, wait, what? He said, well, Tav, just so everyone knows, Tav thought he was going to go to Arizona State with yeah. not 
with grades, nothing, with, with no, no money, grades. no grades. He was telling me and my mom that he was like, I'm going to go to Arizona State. And I did some homework on Arizona State. And it was the number one party school Hell in the yeah, world. Arizona was State like 40 was 40 racks yeah. a year. And we're yeah, like, who's going like, to pay for yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, he's like, so you didn't go to college, but you, you started out I went Warwick. to college for two weeks. Okay. I went to college for two weeks. Okay. You called me. You're like, you're not going to college. Yep. You're going to start being my assistant. I said, right. Doesn't sound bad. I was like, let's do it. Yeah, Tav, so Tav also had a rental or leased car, and he could you can only have like ten thousand miles. Yeah, we went over like <laughs> times two, we went twenty four thousand. That's <laughs> funny. My mom was pissed. He would always yell at me while he was driving me to like Vernon because like, you would be like it's down the street, and then we go to Vernon. That's why I fucking hate Vernon every time. You're like, yo, we gotta go to Vernon. He I'm does like, hate Vernon. I fucking hate Vernon. But yeah, so like. Never went to school where I did for two weeks. That so you told me to get out. Yep. Started working with you at Nightlife at yep. Warwick. Then we got into it with some kids. Yep. And we, J- JT and Sylvan took you under their, yeah. their wing, right? And then you knocked out somebody. Yep. And then uh, the kid ended up being my friend who was yep. also underage. And yep. then uh, I got fired. Yep. And then I kind of just <laughs> took it on for myself and started working with other people in nightlife yep. that I met throughout my weeks of working at Warwick. Yeah. I mean, you have like your 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 own little crew, you know, that yeah. like like you the have piles. your piles. What what the fuck is that? Yeah. The pi- I was like, so like, the why way are these guys the implies like that. Like, the shit. way the piles started was I met these kids who were from OC, Noah and Nathan, like they were just young hustlers. They owned a brand with uh Nija at the time, Nija Houston the skater. Shout out to my boy Nathan. Yeah, so they owned a brand called Adapt Technology, which I was like, yo, this is a genius idea. Let me help you guys. So we started working on some stuff together, and then we were like, yo, we should really just like create a group, and we and we did, and we created a group, and we just started adding people from different regions. We have people in the fashion world, people in the yeah. skate world, people in the gaming world, yeah. and people were just hustlers. So like the reason what, what Piles is, is people are in denial that we're out every night getting fucked up, and we're still up at 8 a.m. getting ready for work and getting right. the check. Because right. in everybody else's eyes, they're like, these guys are pieces of shit. They're piles of shit. Right. But in everyone, like in our eyes, we're getting to the check. And everybody right. else is just sitting at home hating. 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 Facts. So when you, how did you learn all the business acumen? Just like through like trials and tribulations of like. Literally just being in the room with people. Business is such like the word business is such like a bullshit word. And really all it means is like relationships and yeah. connections. But and so many like people think you got to go to thing. school or get no, some type you, of yeah, degree or something, bullshit. you know? School is bullshit. I wouldn't say school is fully bullshit. I I, I mean, you learn you learn organization. A which lot of, I'll uh, admit, I don't. have I would that. say the world we live in. Yes. Like if that's truly what you want to do, that if that's where you want to exist, I would say it's like full bullshit. Yeah. If you want to be a doctor, lawyer, things like that, like obviously you need to you need to know the right shit and you yeah. need to be taught by the right people. But I like mean, this internet stuff, they don't teach. They can't no. teach you it. Yeah. Like, there's no. It's almost too ahead of the curve to like. Yeah. No. It's do brand new. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a space where like there's kids who are 16 years old who know more than we do yeah. about this shit. Absolutely. Like, I met fucked. I met one of them a few weeks ago. The dude knew more about the hype beast world, gaming yeah. world. Like he was talking to me. Like I was like. What? Yeah. How do you know all of this? Like Connor O'Neill, when I first met him, this yep. kid was 18 years old, pulled up in a fucking hundred thousand dollar Porsche with fuck just dripped the fuck down, had boxes of Yeezys in his trunk, and I found out he was Supreme Access. And, yeah. And he had whatever. bots. And he was yeah, he set up bots and stuff, and this kid was making fucking flipping white Yeezys in a day, making like 90 racks. So like, like oh, a thousand Yeezys. 18 in a day. years old, freshly 18. Thought I was the coolest person in the fucking world because I'm FaZe Banks. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just that shit. <laughs> I love that shit. That shit excites me. That's what we've been talking a lot yeah. about. Um, revamping kind of the uh the staff and and what our um what our plan is moving into 2020 i want internet kids man i want mm-hmm. young internet kids like 
sometimes these guys like our, our executives like our our ceo and stuff will introduce me to people like this this guy is so and so and you know what i mean he sat at a desk in london for the last 12 years and he was the fucking he was the head of CEO monster for europe or whatever like that shit does not excite me anymore because those people nine times out of ten don't do shit for us or fucking make an impact introduced me to a kid who's 20 years old who's 20 years old and and finessed found out how to finesse some weird algorithm crazy shit and started on reddit and fucking you know what i mean made figured out how to make a million dollars for himself like on on his laptop like that shit that's what you need that's cool like that's that's what we're doing you guys i mean you guys work with my best friend aaron you you've been to his parents house or whatever for thanksgiving with me like that dude did three days in ninth grade yeah you know that's awesome successful dude i know yeah, yeah, man. And I know a lot of successful like guys, and their stories are great. But a lot of them are double majors from God knows what, and they did this, and they have their MBA in this. But the way he did it, that's he a, doesn't that's know how a to movie. Read. That's a movie. Yeah, no, you guys want to hear some movie <laughs> shit with some shit like that? These kids, Zach Gage, they're they're these twins, and um, my buddy Drew. These are the guys who I first initially moved into this house with mm-hmm. in LA. They're all right now probably like 22, 23-ish around that area, but they all dropped out of high school, all three of them. One of them's from Virginia. The other two kids are from Canada, and um, we actually have a crazy history. Before I joined FaZe, I ran a um, competitive sniping forum called Sniper Leaderboards, and these two these two little fucks, these two twin kids who were like 15 at the time ran like our biggest competition. And we used to talk mad shit to each other, never saw their faces, hated these kids. And then years later, you know what I mean, I went and did my phase thing, and they yeah. were still doing still doing well on the internet, and uh, we kind of like re- reconnected. And um, around this time, Counter-Strike was kind of the game. And there were a lot of these like gambling websites with skins. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know if you guys know anything about that, but there's like a currency in Counter-Strike and it's skins. There's a real market for it. And some of these skins, like a like a skin for like the sniper or like a knife or whatever. Some of these go up upwards of like $10,000 on the open market. Like people pay actual like $10,000 USD for a fucking little picture on a screen. And it makes no sense. But if you really like dive into like the mechanics of it, like you have to buy a case and then you have to buy a key and then you have a one in 10,000 chance to get this knife. So if you add it all up, the amount of money spent getting one of these skins, you know what I mean? So there's a whole real market. It's a real thing. And you can, trade these freely between like you know what i mean i could send you one of these skins whatever so with that people started creating these um these like gambling sites where you could gamble with these skins and it was kind of like gray area because it's a skin in a game and there's no actual real like value to it like the government puts absolutely no value to it so we came up with this idea with these kids i came up with this idea for um a different way to do it and we branded it the right way. And um, my motivation for doing it actually was at the time we weren't making enough money to buy a CSGO team. All in, the uh, the venture was going to cost us like a million dollars and we definitely did not have anything close to that. So my brain, like I just, look, we got to finesse it. We got to figure out how to make the money to buy this team now because in the next six months, year, this shit's going to, this team's going to be worth like four or five million dollars. And we need, we, we're not going to be able to get into this game, which we, which in our heads, we need to get in this game. So we create this website and um, through our rake and all this shit, um, we were making like $200,000 a day and we set it up in Antigua. We set it up in Antigua. We, I had a house in Antigua for like- Where's that? For like Antigua like in the Caribbean. Island, yeah. <laughs> where? It's it's an island. It's one of those like islands where they- the best. It's an right. island in the Caribbean where, um, what? Ga- where gambling, <laughs> where running a gambling website is completely legal if you have the permits and stuff to do it. So we flew there 
We flew there private, sat down with the guy who runs the country, basically paid him like $100,000 and he gave us the license. We had this whole estate and we had a fucking, we had guys with, because this place is fucking crazy. Like if you don't live at the top of the hill in one of these like crazy estate mansions, like you live in a favela, you know what I mean? Everything's fucking crazy. A bottle of water is like $5 and my buddy broke his iPhone out there and had to spend like two racks on it. And um, we had like a little shitty Jeep Cherokee that we were driving around. It cost us 80 G's. Like everything, (laughs) it's just like this little like, piece of land that like nobody gives a fuck about right. there's no money to be made so like whatever but um yeah we were out there and fucking ran this website for a few months and then the, the whatever it was all regulated and shut down and yeah. we were the only ones who were doing it legitimate so we shut our shit down and there's still people who are doing it making crazy money yada yada but those kids man they dropped out of high school and they just figured out how to finesse the internet and and um they just they know how it works better than anyone because that's what they were spending their time doing instead of fucking geometry and Damn. learning the periodic table. That is they were, insane. They were figuring that shit out. Figuring out how to trying to get to Arizona State. But those kids are some of the smartest. <laughs> those right. kids, those three kids, are some of the fucking smartest kids I know, and I'm confident that they will always be able to figure out a way Something. to open their laptop right. and make dumb money. Like I just know they will, and that's just the way their brains work. And those kids dropped out of high school like so their sophomore year right and we're uh, destined to be pieces of shit and right losers. all of us all of us that's what everyone says about us yeah so it's like it's amazing to me like they even no matter even if you guys do a billion people that have never believed in us are still gonna they're still gonna trip out in the in the worst ways ever. that one thing yeah the did, one thing that. right like so you guys have um i saw uh the 30 under 30 this year or maybe 20 under 20 you have a deaf girl Right, Ewok. Yeah, Ewok. Ewok. She's the best. What's her story? Because I, I, I saw that she's deaf. I saw when you guys got her in. You know, when you guys like when she became yeah. a part of Phase. Like, what? So obviously, the ratio, male to female ratio, in the space, the video game space, and really social media in general. For every like Logan Paul you see, there's like twenty of those. For every like Lele Pons you'll okay. see. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's just it's just male dominant. There's a lot more guys, and then when you get when you dive into the rabbit hole of video games, like it's like ninety nine to one. So we've actually never had a female on the team, and that wasn't because we were against it. That wasn't because of anything. We just never found anybody that like fit the criteria and somebody that we were excited to bring in who also happened to be a girl. It never really mattered. It was kind of irrelevant. But I'd be lying if I told you as more time went on and like, you know what I mean, the pressure to find a girl, like we knew that it was gonna be a big deal when we whenever we did find that perfect girl. And um Ewok kind of just like fell into our lap. She was a part of the Fortnite scene. She's incredibly good at Fortnite and doesn't have sound. Right. And sound is such an important element in gaming, especially FPS. Like for her to be as good as she is at Fortnite and not be able to hear, hear crazy. Like I, I'd put my money on her against anybody in the world if they couldn't use yeah. their headset. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, cause she's just got it. Like it's crazy. She's awesome. Everybody that meets her, loves her, falls in love, falls in love with her. And she's just overcome a lot, and people can appreciate that. She's so, young, too, right? Super young. Yeah. How old is she? Like 14, 15. 15. Yeah. When I say 20 under 20, everyone, that's just, uh, this is Forbes. This yeah. is the most important list for yeah. all your parents. To it's, you know, it's a dream. It's like one in a million, and yeah. this 14-year-old was- And eSports has been on there twice Yeah, 30 under 30 with Ninja last year, and yeah. this year you walk. Yeah. Well, it's a little different when it's it's someone representing your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. way- It's cool. I'm so happy for her. She just did her deal with Mixer. Like, the girl's crushing it. She's killing it. And everyone loves her. And um, she represents our brand in a really amazing way. She's awesome. 
what do you guys see like for 2020, 2021? Like what, what, what's like, what's a goal you, I, I know like there's many goals, but what's like one big one that you, you hope to, to get to? 2020, I really want to like make a breakthrough and like really create a platform that like, I don't want to like share too much about this idea, right. but like, like the experience that our consumers have with us and like just really building a community and kind of like piggybacking that idea of like, like um, Ready Player One and the Oasis, like just like a place where like you can go and do a bunch of different shit. And like, I don't know, like I want to really make, I want to do things with like merchandise and physical like goods and to the internet that have never been yeah. done before and like things like that. I don't, I don't really even know how to explain it. That, I don't know, I, I'd really like, like I said, to expand out into other countries and other languages and stuff too and really, um, really try to tackle that. Just find, find the next, the next big thing. You know what I mean? Like we don't know what it's going to be yet, but I just want to be ahead of everyone. I just want to continue to win. I want all of our professional teams to be as, as good as they can. I want to kill the call of duty world league. I I just want to continue to take over. Right. And you see like, stay on the like money getting bigger too, like the, like the prize pots and everything. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, year to year, that stuff's all exponential every year. The prize pools all get bigger every year. You know what I mean? People are getting more and more viewers, which means more ad revenue. I mean, nobody made as much money as Ninja did this last year ever before as a, as a gamer. So next, I mean, next year, like, why can't, why can't somebody come up and make even more money? You know what I mean? I see crazy people getting behind phase. Obviously, you know, offset just became a member. Um, I saw Lil Yachty, you know, I was watching Complex the other day with Matt and then like Lil Yachty kind of like they mentioned that they're members of of, of phase. Like Lil Yachty, he sold millions of records and he's, (laughs) and he's a member of phase clan. You know, so it's like, you know, Cardi B posting Cardi B posting the other day. Like, let me see your face chain. Like, Well, yeah, we've really been welcomed into like the yeah, cool yeah. part of like culture. Like, right. like really, like more so than anyone else, like actors and actresses can like eat a dick. But like for the most part, but like as far as like music and athletes, like those motherfuckers really know what time it is. Like they all do. Like everybody in the NBA knows what phase is oh, and they yeah. all, they're all competitive and they play video games. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's kind of like a mutual respect. It's like not even like, it's so weird, but there really is a legitimate mutual respect between us because they're doing their thing and they're the best at what they do. And it's cool what they do. You know what I mean? It's, it's a cool thing to be able mm-hmm. to play basketball your whole life and turn that into a, an extremely like successful thing. And we're doing that with video games. So right. they look at us like these guys, like Devin Booker goes home after practice and grinds Fortnite. And for him, like he's doing that shit for fun and it's fun for him. And the idea in his head that there's people out there that are capitalizing and making money like he is with basketball, like he loves that shit. And they all fucking, they, they, they just love it. Because of so many musicians are behind. <laughs> we actually have one of the biggest athletes in the world. Coming in soon. Oh, we can't say anything else about it at all. all But like, this shit's gonna blow. (laughs) This shit's shit's gonna blow the fucking doors off. Like, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Like, Uh, I, my, one of my questions is because there a lot of musicians are behind gaming, right? Like, I, I know we all we have crazy friends behind it. Like, do you see like gaming and festivals getting together and doing a music festival slash they've gaming? Already, they've already tried. Yeah, and, it was and, just, I, and I and I do see it getting bigger. Like people like Pasquale from Insomniac right. are getting behind stuff like this. They're doing something called Play. Um, Marshmallow's doing something around around that same thing, and someone in Vegas is doing the same thing. I don't know if that one hit just yet because I think it was too it, early. It it, uh, it got canceled, right? Yeah, I think now. it was like, a yeah. little too early, yeah. also. But like, 
Yeah, Matt, Matt Zingler was just talking to me about it too. It's it's a hurdle, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, like a, it's a puzzle that we all have to figure out together of how to really do it. Um, because what we do, we do it online. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's most viable to really participate in video, in gaming online from the comfort of your own home with your own setup. Like people are very particular about like what their what equipment they use and like. I know myself and I would, there's no other scenario in my head that I'd rather prefer to play at than just my own, my own setup in my own room with my internet that I know is reliable and shit like that. And, um, I don't know. It's like Like, when somebody finally figures out how to do it, like a good, a good, a good creative fun way to do it where people like are like, you know what? I don't want to miss that. I want to be a part of that. Right. And I want to buy a ticket to that. Like yeah. I need to, you know what like I mean? Like I, like, you know, I was talking a few weeks ago about like complex con and I remember walking through the doors the first time and I was like, fuck that shit was so fucking crazy. Right. Like I see something like a phase con in the future. For you sure. Know I mean like, cause I think you guys are connected to that, to that world where even if there were other crews or whatever, like, you know, gamers that had something, I don't see them succeeding like FaZe would. I feel like your guys' reach would, sure. you know, the impressions and, and pe- the eyes that would see what you guys are doing would be insane. Or there's no real reason why everybody, you know what I mean, all the biggest people and the leaders in the space can't do it together. Together. Too. Like, uh, there's totally no re- fair. Like, all the all the gaming events and all the tournaments and stuff, like, I have really fond, some of the best memories of my life going to these events and, like, kicking it with these people who do what you do. Like, the, the conversations you have and the ideas that come from that and, like, the relationships that you build when you're just surrounded by people who are doing what you do, it's crazy. Yeah, like, and they were fucking fun, you know what I mean? And really, all we went is we went and watched our team compete, and that was really the, the gaming element to it. Other than that, we drank at like the fucking right. the fucking hotel. We had a bar good bonding and, moment. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, like like that's a great little thing. Like we went, I went to meet with Tav and Banks and um, Temper down at, in Miami, and we got to the center bar. It was really exciting to see everybody, and we started drinking, and then like. These random ass dudes just were like the venture capitalists. Yeah. Oh my god, the VC <laughs> fund. Yeah. But they're they, like, who are these girls? I who the fuck are you guys? Numbers. Yeah, they were hating, right? You know, oh, like, oh, but like Banks is like, he's he's got a he's got a big heart, man. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like, and then me, they were like, I would usually kids. just be like, we're gonna go fight right now, yeah. you know. But they, like Banks, like gave him the time of day, and like next thing I know. Like banks and they're all on FaceTime yeah. with their kids and shit. Buying us like, drinks. Yeah, buying us drinks. We're gonna to meet tomorrow. Tom's yeah, inviting them to fucking live. Like you don't wanna go there. You wanna yeah, go for yeah, Bad Bunny yeah, tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> These dudes And that shit happens to us every day. Like yeah. things like that. It's an everyday thing. But that that goes back to the perfect, like everyone judges no matter what. Yeah. And then the first two minutes of someone actually talking to a human, they're like, Oh wait. These guys are cool as fuck. Yeah, no, I'm hard pressed to <laughs> yeah. find anyone who doesn't like us. No. Like, that's the thing that we really do the best, us specifically. Like, and Tommy, I guess we could int- we could include in that like trio. Like, yeah, you meet us and spend an hour with us. Like, you cannot like dislike Tommy us. Tommy like, is one of the nicest yeah, you dudes, man. Like, you can't. He's just fried. He's always like <laughs> tough. He was like when we were leaving that Soho event. He was like, "Where are we going next?" I'm like, "Well, I'm going to the airport. You are going God knows where." He's like, uh, "You're okay. leaving?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "What the fuck, man?" I was like, "Bro, I've been here for a week." <laughs> but it was cool, man. Like, it, they, you guys have always made me feel like very welcome, you know, which is why I'll probably be working for you in no time. Yeah. Uh, but but it's it's awesome to watch you guys because I know a lot of people have a lot of eyes on you guys right now. Many want you to fail, but I know of a lot of big time people that are 
also waiting there they want you to succeed you know? well absolutely that what you just said like it's crazy that you know like how much you like actually understand it because that's really what we are like i think the coolest thing about phase is like somehow i mean we've been the biggest for so long right but somehow we're still the underdog i've you know? been the like, under- you know what i mean like for forbes and stuff like ranks us where like sixth as far as most valuable esports organizations which is laughable like i look at this i don't get mad right i don't give a fuck it's just funny like for you to be so disconnected and not understand what this is like like we will forever be the bad boys of the space and like we will forever be fucking up but like that's what we are like we're kids who play video games how can you not expect us to fuck up from time to time like this like notion that everybody feels like like they should be very professionalized and stuff i think it's so whack like that's not what this is like guys we're playing video games that's what we're doing like let's stop pretending like let's stop having this like you know what i mean like keeping it clean and stuff like people don't want to fucking see that like you dive into the youtube rabbit hole like what what generates the most views on YouTube? What gets people Going, talking them yeah. drama and fucking bullshit? And like, you know what I mean? Like that's what people want. And it happens naturally. And to try to like put a bottle cap on that and stop that and professionalize it and make it. So every professional call of duty player has to carry themselves like a professional athlete would. I just think it's whack. It's hard, man. Being the underdog. I mean, like, bro, like the palms, right? Yeah. Like I can't tell you how many people hate on us. Yeah. I can't. And listen, some people, it's fair. You know, they they, they were throwing curveballs. They didn't know things were going to go south. It, it is what it is, right? But, like, people just wanted failure, you know, and, like, it just wasn't going to happen. Even when we said we were coming here, people were like, why? Why, why there? Go, yeah. some, go go somewhere else. It's, like, yeah. popping right now. I've why, learned, go, why go here? Yeah, I've learned so much in two year, two and a half years. I, I, I'm glad I, I saw real colors from real people, man. Like, I Man, you always do when things are bad. You really see where people. I are can't really tell at. you like how many of my real friends yeah, nah. are not in my life anymore. Today, I talked to one of my one of my closest friends. Right, like he mentioned to me, he was disappointed in me and some things. He didn't tell me what it was, but it really bummed me out because there's a lot of people. I care about a lot of yeah. people, and sometimes I care too much because it will ruin my day. It'll fuck up my entire day. I won't want to talk to anyone. I'll pretend I'm sick. I'll go home, like because I'm just like. All I care about is my friend, my my two brothers and my friends, and yeah. and that's it. I don't give yeah. a fuck about anyone else. It means nothing, nothing to me, you know. And it's like, because you're always the, you're always trying to impress everyone. You're always trying to take care of everyone, and it's not not impressing by like the wrong way. It's like you just want everyone to, you want to love everyone like you hope to be loved by everyone like you love them, and it's just yeah. It ain't gonna you're to be that number six, bro. No one even thought we were gonna be on top six thousand. Yeah, you know. So yeah. it's also hard to be number one too. Like number yeah. one gets all the flack. You know, the first yeah. guy through the door catches all the bullets. So like yeah. phasing and like making it like For there's sure. gonna be another like he said another company that comes up and tries to almost mimic it. like work, yeah. like play. Well, that kind of happened with the Tifu thing, right? right? Like he came in and like this is a kid I was talking earlier about like. It doesn't really matter who you are, where you're from, what you're doing, how many even really viewers you're pulling. This kid was fucking really a nobody, and he had been doing this for a while. Multi-platform pro, found a tremendous amount of success competitively on H1Z1 games like that. And still, you know, with the Fortnite boom, some kids figured it out. Ninja, Myth, these guys were pulling crazy numbers. But still, when I when I first came across Tifu, he's getting like 100 viewers on Twitch. But I found myself watching him and consuming his content more than these other guys. And I found that, in my opinion, he was better at the game than these guys. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? I want to bring this kid in. Like, I think I could fucking help this kid, develop this kid into a fucking superstar. And we did that. 
And obviously we brought him in and gave him a crazy opportunity in his con his initial contract, which is something that I don't handle, by the way. I, right. don't, I don't have any like any say in it. I don't I don't do that. But it was it was bad. But every other esports org operates under these same kind of like rookie contracts right. and stuff. But since it's us and since this was such a high mm -hmm. profile big thing, we got a lot of shit for that. And people thought we were like bad people, which we're not even remote like we take good fucking care of our people yeah you know what i'm saying like that's the that is my ultimate dream like fuck the valuation fuck the billions whatever when when we're at a point where if you are if you have the pleasure of joining our organization and putting phase in your name and you are now phase tav as opposed to tav i want to make sure that you never have to worry about money again for the rest of your life you're yeah. set for life like i want it to be one of those like i want if if you are in phase you're good forever that's amazing and like that is truly like what i want like that's 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 all i want people like people will take anything and spin it and fucking make you the bad guy mm -hmm. and it's just crazy. Like me personally, the Tifu stuff, like you can net, you can never make me feel bad about it. You can never make me feel like I right. did anything wrong. I personally, if I never met the kid would have more money in my bank account. Right. I never made a fucking dime from the kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I was at Best Buy buying the kid fucking a mouse and a keyboard so he could play in LA. I, I brought him to Best Buy so he could buy his first camera. Cause I told him, yo, Fortnite will eventually die and you need to make sure that these people love you and not just your gameplay. And like, that's really the fucking, that's the magic. And like, you know what I mean? Like I spent thousands of dollars on that for what? Like I didn't fucking, yeah. I didn't, you to know To be I mean? the bad guy. Yeah. To be, to ultimately be, be the, the fucking guy. guy who like was a snake all along. No, that's not what happened. Actually the hours and the time and the fucking effort I put into it and the money that I put into it, like I would have been better off. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't actually mean that. Like I'm glad, you know I, what I mean? Like it. everything that's happened up to this point, I'm, I'm completely It's happened for a reason, Banks. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that, I'm glad that we met him and stuff. It was, it was honestly like, <clears throat> it's all good. It was just bad for everybody. Dude, that's all you can ask for yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Tav, what's the, what's the schedule like for, uh, for 2020 for you? Hectic. <laughs> <laughs> we started off with NBA All-Stars. I got a lot of people being like, yo, man, I can't get a hold of your brother. It used to be the opposite way around. Yeah. NBA All-Stars we start with, Super Bowl. We got a lot of shit we're doing for the new year. Are you guys going to Miami for Super Bowl? Of course. He needs to stop spreading himself so thin. It ain't going to happen, like he, I know it's not. I know. That's why I don't say it. Like, I never say that to him. But, like, you do. You are on I the phone sometimes. And I'm like. jobs and I don't. Like, I'll, 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 hear him, I I'll hear him fucking spend 20 minutes on a, on a call and just be like, Tav, like. Why did you just do just that? Just like. <laughs> Next time that person calls you, maybe Some just don't money. answer the phone. Yeah, but is it though? Like, but is it? That's the thing. Like, the cost you know, of your time. Like, it, it, if you I'm get, in the car, though, that's when you know you're really like. Twenty minutes is okay. I'm fucking in the car. I feel like no that's what. when you really know you're approaching success. Like as an individual, is when like you're t you start to really consider your time as right. like as like very valuable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to spend an hour doing anything that isn't gonna like unless it's for fun. I don't want to spend an hour doing anything unless it's really going to like push me forward, you know? Yeah. That's and taking fair. bullshit calls about fucking Snuggies or. But a lot of people now, shit. a lot <laughs> of people. Snuggies are making multi million yeah. dollars. No, no. I, but a lot of people are, are inseparable, know that you two are inseparable, and they're like, they're going to call Tav yeah, yeah, to no, get no, to I you. Know that oh, that, that already so It's a good buffer. Mm -hmm. Um, but so so you got all that for you got it. No, he's yeah. a great filter. Yeah, he's good at it for me. Yeah, just for him. Because I know when shit just doesn't need to happen and when shit needs to happen. Right. Like this person's important. Fuck this guy. <laughs> right. Makes no sense. Yeah. Well, that's and good. He man. takes everybody. He's like you know. What? And like you said before, I'm like 
like I'm like way too nice and yeah. I'm not even just way like you are. Nice. You're way I'm too nice. I'm way too nice and I will <laughs> I will sit I will sit and get lost in a conversation with somebody who I really like shouldn't be talking to for an hour. And like since I've met him, he'll swoop in and be like, yo, fucking bounce homie. Like he doesn't give up. Like <laughs> Tom is go. a dick. Like Tom is Tequila Tom. He loves Tom's favorite thing to do, his absolute favorite thing to do is tell people they can't come somewhere or they need to leave. Like right. his favorite thing to I do. I do like to do His that. favorite thing to do is tell somebody, no, it's not happening. I like he when people have a good time, but if someone just doesn't need to be there and he's just fucking annoying everybody, you got to bounce. There's no reason for you to be here. Did you get told to you have to bounce a lot as a kid or something? What's the... Yeah, I did. He, he loved used to tell me I had to leave all the time. It. Ain't so no one how ever times, you anything yeah. How many sense. times I'm like conversing with somebody and like he'll pull up and make you, you want me to tell him to leave? I'm like, no. No, dude. Like, like, no. This is my homie here. from fucking third grade. He just yeah. flew in. Like, yo, you want me to tell him he's got to go? Fuck, man. Yeah. Well, I, I love that you guys all protect each other. I, wa I watch my brother closely because he's all I got, you know, and uh, it, it's been really cool to watch the success keep growing and growing, and it's going to get nothing but bigger and bigger. And, you know, and I love how you protect this fucking kid and you know, sure. Tob, how you protect Banks and, and Tommy and stuff. And, it's well, really that's what fun. I really want. I want to find. I want to find people who are like-minded and who are driven and who I can fucking stand to be around day yeah. to day. Like, in the end of all this, I want to share it with people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to have. I want to experience the like. What the fuck is success without people to like share it yeah. with? It's nothing. It's yeah. it's just it's it's nothing. If everybody at the end of it feels like they won and you you got people to fucking you know what I mean? Go sit on a fucking private island yeah. for the next two years of your life with. Like, if you have that, then you really won. You yeah. know what I mean? And the world we live in, Hollywood and stuff, like you said, like. People fall off a lot quicker than than they're added on. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like in the in the two three years that I've been in LA, I mean, I want to say I've made maybe like three four real friends, friends. That, oh, I, that I see her in my life. And unfortunately, those people like some of them might even let me down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in the next couple of years, like I might not consider them real friends. You I know mean, LA these days is like it's like it's almost like the attention <laughs> span of like a high school kid or a twenty one year old kid, uh, where it's like. I haven't seen that guy in three weeks. That motherfucker is a loser. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, that's crazy. So, I mean, I, I've been flying back to LA almost every Saturday and Sunday, just be out there just to be like, all right, well, what's next out here? Like, is it just a bunch of kids filming their, through their phones and not even enjoying life? Yeah. You know, like what, what no is, what is next? Anymore. You know, something's just going there during the day and just like walking around. What did you say? I said, no one has fun out there anymore. No. What's well, the craziest the thing phones. is I was wondering like, when I was coming up, everyone's like, you know, always be cautious of hiring or working with your friends or hiring your friends because, you know, he said there's eventually there's going to be like this, this rough, rough point, you know, like where you're going to, am I the boss or am I your friend? And yeah. I was wondering, like, you guys like seem, make it seem very seamless. It's like, just because I actually cannot operate like that. Like, oh, yeah. I cannot, like, I cannot work with somebody every day and not consider them my friend. Like, I right. cannot, like, I don't even understand how that's possible. I know that it's like a rule, like, it really is a real business rule and I understand why. And it does overcomplicate stuff when there's emotions and like, you know what I mean? Like you like, you expect a certain level of like respect and yeah. reciprocation from a friend as opposed to like a colleague and it fucking like, it makes things weird Man. sometimes. But like yeah. I, 
there are those perfect people out there that it works with. You know what I mean? Like you can fucking differentiate it. Yeah. And like you can like, you know what I mean? Like where it doesn't feel like work yeah. or, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's the key. Too. That's the key. Like I have memories of the New York house. Like none of that felt like work. And those people that I lived with did not feel like they were my colleagues or like people that Your I worked or with or yeah. whatever. But like, that's really, I mean, we did have like a hierarchy and th- the way a system of how shit worked. And yeah. some people told people to do certain shit. And when they said that they had to, but like, we were just homies doing it. You know what I mean? That's, that is life. Like that is success. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much money we were making at the time, but it was more than amount of money any of us had ever seen before that. So we all felt like we were fucking filthy rich and we were having fun. And you know what I mean? Like it didn't feel like work. Yeah. Even though we were working all day, every day, it was our whole life. If you let greed get in the way, I think that it will never work, right? That's the one. And that's the that one. That is the one. And, and I could speak to it on, on, on greed a certain level, one. but greed is, greed hurts. It will hurt you. It will kill you. It will fucking, it will fucking. That's why you can ask him. Like I, that, as far as that shit goes, like I'm like one of the most selfless fucking people right. there is. When it comes to stuff like that, like you're starting something new with your homies. I'm the fucking first guy in the room. There's four of us. 25, 25, 25, 25. Let's just do it. Yeah. Like I'm that guy. I'll always be that guy because I used to get hung up on that shit or feel a certain way or whatever. But at the end of the day, like that shit, like you're either going to win or you're not. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the greed thing is a real, that's it's a real. real thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause when there's a, like it when fucks there's a, a plethora lot of, of money, oh, it fucks money is coming and in and it everything cucks up. everything too. Like, like people get in their own way and fucking egos and, and, and selfishness like it's it's the killer man it's the one that fuck f- always fucks everything up the, the older i get the more i'm like i just let go now and yeah. i'm just like i'm fucking 38 i need to just let it go yeah. you know and you just know deep down inside like who you gotta who you gotta watch over and who who's your real homie and i've had the same friends for fucking 20 plus years man like they ain't going anywhere yep. you know especially some that are uh, i've done business with you know um and that's that you know What's some advice you'd give to this? And this is my last question. We ask this to everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I do ask it to everybody cause you know, I, it, I'm so hung up on it. I read somewhere that, you know, the average person doesn't leave his parents' house till he's 26 years old. You know, the new generation. Oh, I got said 18. We, we know yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting to it. Uh, but like, what is some advice to like, you know, some kids are scared to leave. Everything's getting so expensive. You know, Tav tells me what he pays a month. I know, I know what you guys crazy. pay a month. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, it and I'm not just saying it for like a gamer or, you know, Tav, you're an entrepreneur now. Like what is some advice you guys would like kids to hear to be like, don't fucking, you know, don't sleep on the, you have to go to school. You have to finish school. You have to do this. You have to do that. Your parents, if you don't do this, you're out. Like, yeah. like so some guidance. Was, I mean, I'm like living, like I'm a living example yeah. of what you're talking about. Um, I used to have like crazy anxiety about like, fuck man, like, what am I going to do? Like, how do I like get the fuck out of this? And like, how do I like, how do I, how am I just happy every day? And like, am I ever going to be able to leave my, and it almost happened overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't rush myself into it. I dropped out of school despite my closest friends and my family telling me I was fucking crazy for doing that making a thousand dollars a month, which is not livable, No, making a thousand dollars a month on the internet. But the fact that I could make that money on the internet and the fact I, I just saw something in it that other people didn't, I trusted myself. So I guess my advice would just be trust yourself and just focus more on like being happy every day. And like, you know, better than anyone, what you're actually good at. Like, you know what I mean? Your mom's going to gas you up all day on this and that. And, um, 
Yeah, I had an account. I took an advanced accounting class my junior year, and that's what I ultimately went to school for. And people told me, you're good at this. And like, if you just do this, if you just fucking follow the program, like you'll make a good amount of money. You'll be fine. You'll be a fucking, you'll be a successful person. You yeah. know what I mean? In air quotes. Um, but I was fucking miserable taking macroeconomics. I, I mean, I saw my future in front of me. I saw myself sitting on the end of my bed at fucking 38 years old, wanting to blow my fucking head off because my life's meaningless and what I'm doing doesn't make me happy. There are so many opportunities and we live in a world where you can learn how to fucking build a car on YouTube. You know what I mean? You can watch YouTube videos and learn how to fucking build a car. So if your thing is cars and you love cars, figure it out and just mm. put your time into that and just do what you have to do every day. Cause we all have shit that we don't want to do, but we have to do, do that and spend that extra. You know what I mean? If you were going to go to bed that night at 11 PM, go to bed at fucking 3 AM and spend that time learning what you really want to do and spending time on, on your craft and your dreams and you'll figure it out. It'll happen for me. It happened overnight. It happened out of nowhere. I got a call from Tommy. He told me, yo, again, he lived fit, just so happened to live 15 minutes up the street and he was making good, a good amount of money at the time. Yo, I want you to move in. I want you to move. My, my roommate just moved out. He lived in a fucking sick, a sick, like, like little penthouse thing in Haverhill. And I'm like, yeah, man, you know what, you know what I make every month? Like I can't fucking do yeah. that. And he's like, fuck it, man. Come just come. Live. And my life changed forever. And my dad and everyone, I didn't tell anybody I was moving out and they all expected me to have to come back. And I never did. I never had to. And my life's been fucking on the up ever since. And I've always just followed what I wanted to do. And anytime anybody's told me I was dumb for it or crazy for it or it wasn't going to work, I told them to fuck themselves. And I worked just that much harder because that'll motivate you more than anything else will. Just trust yourself and just and just That's just awesome. be yourself and be happy. That's awesome. Because Tav, you know, Tav goes to where we grew up with like a BMW 540 IW and people think he's a drug dealer. That's awesome. Because awesome. he didn't go to school and all his friends ended up wasting their parents' money. And Still hitting me up for jobs. Yeah. Well, well that's actually something just got like structure and like your everyone's idea of what's right and wrong. Like throw that shit out the window. Like fuck all that. The rules, like that number, like that number should mean nothing to you, whether you're 18 or yeah. whether you're fucking 35. If you're still living at your parents' house, that 26 year old number, fuck it. Like who cares? Like it's your, it's your life and you're going to live by the rules that you want to live by. Like, like live, like create your own outline, create your own structure, create your own fucking, your own time frame and your own deadlines. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, don't feel like, fuck man, I'm 26. I still live with my parents. So I'm a fucking loser. I don't know, man. Like there's Shit people. It takes time. I was a genuine fucking loser, like in debt, had nothing till I was 22 years old. I live with kids today that are 18 year old millionaires. You know what I'm saying? And if we just, you know what I mean? If I just grew up in a different time, I would have existed in that time at 22, living at my parents' house with no money while this 18 year old kid was out in fucking LA playing video games, making millions of dollars. Like, you, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, for sure. Like you can't rush into it either. You, you know? can't. No. I mean, this, this stuff just, just happened for me. And, and you can't be scared to fail. You know what I mean? All these kids are like, oh, I don't know if I can go out there and quit everything I'm doing now. But like you can, you can go out there and let's just say, God forbid you fail at whatever you really want to do. You always have your home. You always have school that you can go back to. It's like, just go out there and do it. You yeah. know what I mean, if you're saying you want to go do this, you want to go do that, stop talking with your homies. Just go out there and do it. Get on the phone, make a call, buy a flight, sell your fucking clothes, whatever it is. Just go out there and get it done. I was hustling all types of shit when I was a kid. Taking a, a bunch of I, L's probably. 
I took so many L's. Tell, what, real quick, tell everybody about your your W your W's L's? and L's. Well, I never tell, did it. Well, tell I, that, Banks, that I didn't do. Tell Banks your first business. Serving L's. Serving L's. Sending L's, buying L's, taking L's. <laughs> I still own every domain. <laughs> I still own every domain. And I looked the other day on GoDaddy. They were like 1500 bucks each. See, that was a $12 purchase that I could sell for 1500 bucks. But like, my thing was... When you lose, send an L to your homie. Right. Like a physical, like cardboard physical cutout cardboard L. L. It would have gone crazy. It would have gone crazy. I just couldn't find the material that was right. So one the, thing I've never really said out loud. That's like it's a little bit cliche, but like God forbid, like I did like take a long look in the mirror and say, you know what, Ricky, like this internet gaming shit, like it is stupid. You should just take this like accounting shit seriously. And I was sitting here today at twenty eight. And I was an accountant and I was looking at all this stuff happening without me. Like I would fucking have regretted it every day. Yeah, like mad. I would have known, like I would have looked at it and been like, yeah, I could have done that. that. Man. Like, I could have fucking done that. If I just took it a little bit more serious, if I just didn't listen to everybody else, I could have fucking done that. And you don't ever want to be in that position, but it, it is, all takes patience. It really well. is patience. For it's never stuff. too late. Like it's never too late. Like I said before, you know, better than anyone, what you're good at. Right. You, you get positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement every day on everything that you do. And if you're like Tav and you're good socially and when you enter a room, people like you and people want to talk to you, then go out and do shit. Like get a fucking, go be a fucking club promoter for a little while. You never know what that could lead to. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You always got to follow your strengths. Yep. If you do that, things will just fall into place and happen naturally for you. Yep. Um, don't, f don't force things and just, you know what I mean? Just, just fucking go. live. Just, just go. go, just go. Yeah. And like, like I like he said, don't be afraid to fail. You know what I mean? If you, if you fail t fucking 99 times and that hundredth time, you're a fucking loser 99 times. You fucked it all up 99 times. If that hundredth time you won, you're a winner. Yeah. And that's all anybody's going to care about or talk about. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? Like Tav, nobody's talking about fucking serving else. You know what I'm saying? No, not For yet. me, nobody's talking about <laughs> sniper leaderboards or all the dumb shit I was yeah. doing. Like they're talking about face clan because I finally, we finally won. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if we fuck this up, then you know what I mean? We'll try to figure it out. Exactly. And they'll talk about how I used to do yeah. the face shit. Now I'm winning at doing yeah. this shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, that's tight. That's it, man. Well, I appreciate you guys, man. This is, yeah, this thanks for coming I know bad guys. news today besides, There's a lot of, we're going to get drunk. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> 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 top. Top tequila or, uh, or Jewel. Oh my God. Ooh. Yeah, right. No, no, time out, time out. He's fully capping right now. Because well, can I, I still because, like, no. because me, this motherfucker, and Kifa, we went 30 days. Yes, you did. And it was not particularly fun, but we went 30 days without a sip of alcohol. The 30 days without and the this motherfucker, would be hard. 30 days, 30 days without, without the jewel. This kid can't go 30 minutes, and I'm in the same boat. <laughs> can't go 30 minutes without hitting the jewel. So. Nah, but my, my pod just died, though. I do need to go get that. Yeah, so I'm I just mean? trying to like work it, trying to like, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm fucking broken. Come on, come on, come on. All right. Well, thanks for the time, boys. Fuck yeah. I, I thanks for having us. It, guys. Super thanks for having us. All right. Awesome. We're out. Later. Thanks, Jay. Bad news. Fuck. That's just terrible.